my good man. Good morning. Good morrow. Oh, I miss good morrow. Seven o'clock. Podcast edition of the Morning Reboot on Monday, August 17th. New phone, new you? I guess. What'd you get? Uh, I am an 11. Mm. Uh, the Pro or the Max or the just the regular no, 11? No, I'm a, uh-uh. I don't need a Pro or a Max. I have a GoPro. So you have the, not, so you have the same thing I have now. Yeah, I'm like, like, so when I went, he was like, do you want the Pro or Max? I said, what's the difference? He was like, do you do a lot of filming and blah, 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 blah. And I go, not really. And he had the regular 11. He's like, honestly, there's not a huge difference unless you're like going hiking every weekend. <laughs> and I go, yeah, I live in Ohio. We're not doing that. And he started laughing. And I was like, I also own a GoPro. He's like, oh, then save yourself about $800. I said, I know, right? <laughs> where, where, where was this all going down at? Verizon in, I got sent to Sylvania because every Verizon and I should say every Verizon, the Verizons I went to in Toledo were only doing appointment only. And I'm like, I'm over COVID. I'm just like, this is so annoying. Like, I think Saturday was the first time I ever like did stuff where like COVID affected everything. Cause I'm like, I got making an appointment and they're like, yeah. And I'm like, ugh. Is there anywhere where, because, like, my phone died. Like, my ex just died. Like, it was, like, it's been three years. I guess that's the lifespan of an iPhone, I guess. Like, charge wouldn't hold anymore. I said lifespan of the new iPhone. Because I bet if I have an iPhone 1 right now, it would still be pumping and kicking. Right. Um, (laughs) Because those phones last forever. Um, Yeah, so, like, I was like, I can't make an appointment because my phone won't turn on. And, like, he tried to play around with it. He's like, oh, well, the Sylvania store is open. You can go there. And then I got there, and I was, like, the fifth person in line. Can I say something? I went to the Sylvania Verizon. First off, that customer service was really well good. We know the person who helped me out. So shout out to Zale. Boop, 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 boop. Olivia's, Thank you, friend. Olivia Zale? Yes. Well, how about that? Yes. I adore him. Like, something fierce, I adore him. So he helped me out and everything. Um, however, I've only ever seen the complaining at like retail stuff on the internet. Oh, it's alive and well in Sylvania, Ohio. I have never heard so many compl- so many people complaining about having to wait for a service that they need. Like to the point that every time someone opened their mouth in line, I just rolled my eyes. And I know. I know visibly they saw me. Now, keep in mind, my phone didn't work. So I just pretended like I was on my phone anyway. But I was just like, let me ignore these people. One complaint that, they're so slow. Ugh, it's so hot. Ugh, I can't believe I have to wait in this line. So then we had an old lady. By this time, I, was, I had moved from like fifth to second in line. She gets in line and she's like, do we have to check in or anything? I said, they're coming out periodically. I've only been in line for like 10 minutes and I just got checked in. And she goes, this is ridiculous. So she proceeds to go in the store it's to which they kicked her out. And they're like, ma'am, you have to wait in line like everyone else. We have someone doing checks every five minutes. Like it was very organized. It wasn't disorganized at all. Like, there was no disorganization at all. It was very like, you get in line. Like I got in line and the lady in front of me who was very pleasant was like, 
oh, just so you know, you have to check in. I go, oh, do I have to make an appointment for that? He's like, no, no, no. She's like, the guy's coming out the iPad just checking you in just in case you get out of line. You still have your place in line. I was like, all right, cool, whatever. But I'm not going anywhere. I have nothing to do. So she comes up. She goes, I can't believe that. They, they removed me from the store. Like, very, like, dramatic. And, like, to the point I just looked at her like, ma'am, the line, the door, the sign on the door clearly says, Find your place in line. An associate will come check you in at their earliest convenience. Now, ma'am, I'm second in line. You are not going to be seventh. Your earliest convenience will probably be in the next ten minutes. Like, but you just wanted to jump the line because you thought your priorities trumped everyone else's. And I'm just like, ma'am. But once I got in, we figured out what I wanted, what I needed, um, traded my phone in. It was maybe like, I'll say a 15, 20 minute process because like it was hard to transfer everything on my phone because it was dead. So like that probably took a little longer, but yeah, I got a new phone and I witnessed, I would, I hate to say it, but I witnessed Karen's in full effect on Saturday and I was like, Ooh, I couldn't work in this type of environment, even though I get them where I work now, but I'm just like, wow, you're really agitated because you have to wait. Yeah, we're. Uh, I was we, like, "Girl, calm we, down." There's so many things that we can get immediately anymore, whether it's online or or in person. I mean, the first example for me that comes to mind is, I mean, I get a little irked if the, if I have to wait in line at at Kroger. Part of the reason I don't I don't uh, use the the human cashiers is I'm quicker doing my own self-checkout, usually because I have less items. But I, I don't ever or rarely ever have to wait, so I, I get how we've kind of crafted an impatience within ourselves. But as the, the grocery stores are always busy. How are you irked at Kroger? Because I I know when the peak times are. Like, the, <laughs> the, last, the last couple of Sundays, I have gone to Target. Not yesterday. Well, yesterday I actually went in the morning after I got some coffee at like 8.15. But the last two Sundays, I went to Target in the middle of the day. And I'm like, what was I thinking? I I mean, that's peak time. So, but there's a lot of places where you can zoom through. But when you go to a a time where it's going to be busier, um, you're not used to waiting when that's unfortunately now the case. But in, in the way that the universe continues to work and we are mere cosmic images of one another... I, we now have the same phone and, um, I too have a, a phone thing to throw out there. So I went through that the thing a couple of weeks ago with the nice girl at Target who was like, yes, you can get an 11. It's not going to cost you anything but tax. Yes, you can get a 12 for practically nothing when it comes out. Yes, your bill will go down. Well, and this is what I was leery of. I don't, I don't think I got suckered by any means, but I will stay on top of this. So it was 50 bucks for the, the tax on the phone. I bought a case that didn't work. Mine was 40. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I bought a case that I'm not going to use. So if anybody wants like a bubbly case for 20 bucks, it's all yours. It's only been used once. My, my bumper should arrive today. Um, but my latest bill. So my bill was usually $85. Um, and I was on an older plan that doesn't exist anymore. My phone was paid off, so it was like 85 tw- oh, That's so precious. 85 bucks, like 85 and some change every month for a, for a year now or so. My bill due on September 1st is $145. It says there's a one-time... Welcome char- to my territory. <laughs> it says there's a one-time charge on there. 
And I'm doing my best to try to figure this out. But she said my bill would be lower than the $85. So I'm going to shoot, I think her name was Amy, a text later on today and be like, hey, one-time charge or, or are we going to, you know, what's what's going on with this here? So Listen I'm not, to old man I'm, Chase. I'm, These are like activation fees and stuff. Like it's right. the, your first bill is always a little yeah, bit more. I know. But I will say, if you don't like paying that much, don't do what I did and felt bougie for like a few months. Like income tax time last year, I was like, I'm going to get me an Apple Watch. I'm going to pair everything up. Bitch, let me tell you, because I, because I got the watch with cellular data, and I'm like, why is my phone bill so much? And like, literally the girl's like, well, your Apple Watch is like a second phone line, so it's two phone lines. I'm like, really? So yeah, um, I was also told that my bill will go down, so that's why I was like, oh, let me switch, please, because I'm tired of paying my last bill was $169. Yeah. So I, I, I was I, like, girl, this is too much. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I expected, you know, like you said, the first month there's activation and then there's tax on top of that. It's very, it's very arcane and hard to understand, but I'm, I'm going to reach out to her today and go, Hey, what will not, not what should I expect? What will my next bill be? Because this was not as promised. You had a six, right? No, I think it, so. I think it was an eight. Was there an eight? There was. I feel like there was. Well, it, I went from. I went from seven to X. So there had to be an eight. Because I had my seven for the longest time. Because, like, she was so busted up. Did you get to trade it in? Did you get money for that? No, I still have it. And I could use oh. that at some point. But I always wanted to have a backup phone just in case. Not that it's completely necessary. But. Um, I, I was always doing like every two years. So okay. it, it going back to like, it was like, oh, nine, 11, 13, 15. And then in 15, I think I got a seven. And then in 17, I think I got an eight. And this is the, that was the longest I'd been on one phone for a while. Okay. That That's why it was just like a flat 85 bucks. Cause I'd paid the phone off. So, and again, she said, all I had to do is pay tax for this 11. Um, we'll, we'll see where, where I wind up. Yeah. Cause, um, my saving grace for me, cause I went to the actual store is they was like, do you want to trade in your old phone? And I go, Oh, and, like I shot him a look and he's like, what? I go, the back is so busted up. He goes, when did that happen? I go, honestly, you're going to laugh. He, I was like, I bought this phone in like 2018. I walked outside and tripped on a curb mm-hmm. and I broke it as soon as I walked out the door. And he's like. Are you serious? I go, oh, I promise you. Like, I full-on face-planted in the middle of the parking lot. The phone was still in the bag. And I guess the phone hit a sweet spot on the on the concrete. And I was like, it's been busted ever since I got it. And I was like, and I just got it. So I didn't have, like, Apple Care or anything. And he's like, okay, well, let's see how much we can still get for it. And it was still, like, $150. And I was like you know what? Take this phone. Let me just wipe all my dirty contents off. So yeah, I traded it in and that helped with the cost too. So, um, yeah, I'm, I just, I don't know. Maybe it's cause I'm older now. I used to like get, excuse my language, people hard ones for like new phones. But like now I'm just like, eh, if it makes a phone call and it sends a text message, it, that's all I care about. It's, Honestly, it's, like I don't get into the high, he's like the 12th coming out and like, October or November, I go, eh, I'm it, off to that person. We'll get a 12. I'll get a 12 in 2022. So it, we're good. I, I don't think <laughs> it's an age thing. It's the hardware can barely be updated. 
anymore. I mean, the only thing I, I, from, I guess, our perspective and the way that we use the phones are um, the camera quality on front and back is better. But other than that, it's the same device. I mean, you can't make it any slimmer or bigger. There's only so many ways to go with hardware, which is what you see and feel all the time. Everything else would be inside the phone or these little adjustments that we don't get into the phone using. Right. Although yesterday morning I was here and trying to fix a problem. And I, so I told you from the get go, I don't like the battery thing where I've got to pull it down to see what it is. And then there's another thing. It's a lot harder to find the flashlight as I was rummaging underneath the control board here yesterday, I really needed. So to turn the flashlight on and off was a real nuisance. So, um, for me, it's just, even with the update update stuff, like even then you still get the update on other phones. So like, I don't know, maybe it's just, cause I was just like, cause I went in there. I was like, I didn't, I didn't have the 11 in mind, but I had it like in the back of my mind, but I'm just like, you know, you're older. All the iPhones do the same stuff. And I'm like, if I go in and he's like, I can get you just another X and drop that bill. I'd be like, I would have been fine. But he's like, it's probably cheaper just to get the 11. The software, the newer software is already in it. He's like, the 12 comes out around fall, holiday season. I'm like, well, I'm, I was like, if you look at my track record on Apple products, I'm always two years behind. So like, you know, I'll get a 12 when like, the 15 comes out like i'm like oh whatever so um this is the first time like i'm i guess i'm hip with the trends only for the next three months but i don't really see a difference like i said you you, called my mom and it stored the link we needed for the podcast so i'm like okay it works isn't isn't that magical um it was it was amazing I, i remember it being something of a process when I was doing every two years, like back in 11 or 13, it's like, oh my God, when's the last time I did a a backup? I hope the backup is legit. I hope it catches everything. And it's amazing. Like this transition from my last phone to this took less than 15 minutes. And the only headache was inputting some, some saved passwords, but everything else transferred. It's kind, it's, it's creepy, but it's convenient. And look, that's what we give up for. Uh, here, take all my, take away all my privacy. Here's all my information. Just transfer my phone without a big problem. We had a chuckle because he was like, "Did you have you backed up your phone?" I go, "No," or "I don't know. I think it's on automatic." So like, I gave him my phone because like, I guess he put the in the port and it like turned on magically. I was like, "It wouldn't do that for me," because like my phone was dead for like an hour, um, and I had a car charger and he's like sometimes it's just slow and that's just the way it works so like he's like huh the last time you backed up your phone was march 12th i go that seems like the day covid's happened and everything stopped and he just started laughing he's like is there anything on your phone that you want i said i've honestly done nothing since march so we could try to back it up if not i can make new memories and we just started laughing because he's like don't feel bad. There's people who've come in who haven't backed up their phone since last year. Put and the, I go, put the okay. Auto, put, put the auto backup on. Every time I go to check. Oh, I thought is, it was. But yeah, it well, wasn't. So I was like, oh, okay, whatever. I don't care. It's, they're just pictures. Half the time, I post them on Facebook anyway. And when I can't find anything on my phone, I go to Facebook and resave it to my phone. So there's a lot of duplicates. I don't if, care. If I if I were a, if I were a, a phone store employee like, like our magnificent avenging friends they all i'd be like sir sir which of these dick pics 
would you like to keep? Are these yours or stuff? Which, okay. The, First the, off, my, my dick pics are backed up on my Google Drive. And they're not mine. There's like a collection of them. I'm just like, ew. They're, I go through them to laugh at sometimes. So I'm like, oh, look at this. When I when I was that person on, when I was that person on the internet. I'm not that person anymore. I've been like two years clean, but I do have a little file online. Remember, my, my slogan ever ran for president was like it's america send me news that's what i would do um on to stuff for the day this was a surprising story to read and i guess they're on top of it maybe i jinxed it i don't know if i said it on the podcast but i did note on the air a couple of times hey shout out to saint john's who'd gone back earlier than just about everybody else i think they started school on the fourth um and it was good on them like they got back early thinking that if they had to take a break because of something, they could, and they could stay on course. Um, And, you know, like every school, the protocols are in place and so on and so forth. But apparently, uh, a bunch of St. John's students attended a party on Saturday night, and yesterday they sent out a letter saying, if your kid went to this party, please keep them home until the 25th, which highlights how challenging this is. And, And we can add another example to... Um, how the world, at least publicly, has gotten back. It's been a, uh, it's been super easy for the NBA and H- NHL because it's bubble life. Baseball, not so, not so easy because the protocols are in place at work. But then when you're outside of work, uh, you're you're at your own discretion and responsibility. Same thing with. You know, St. John's and schools here, they can keep the kids safe in school, but whether they're going to be irresponsible or reckless like the party or they go somewhere they just don't know, you know, you're outside of that that bubble of protocols at school. And here we are. I'm trying to. Uh, you know what? I got I'm going to text someone right now. Um, and you get, Jesus. No, no. Well, yeah, <laughs> yes. Because clearly the kids weren't thinking about him when they went to this party. Right. Let me just say Catholic school kids, they party hard. Like, they're like, oh, I'm going to go to a party, bro. Jesus doesn't exist for the next five hours. Like, so, like, that's. I've the- been, I've been, as a former high schooler myself, I've been to parties. I've seen how some of you, you Christian school kids party. Y'all go hard. So I highly doubt social distancing was very oh, for sure. prominent <laughs> at oh, this party. For sure. And, and that's. And no offense. Uh, as a former teenager, we're not the brightest crayons in the box. As a former teenager, no, because you, <laughs> it's it's the, like the invincibility mindset, and we had it, and that's where you know some of I, us still got it. And I'm like, Mm-mm, I got back pain. I, I know I, that I can go down at any moment. I want to ask some questions of some people and go, how did your kid wind up there? Did they say they were going to blank or? Like, how did you allow this to happen? Because re- really, it's it's at it's up to you to make sure all this works out. And this is why this has been so complicated. We there, know there, damn well. There are some pe- there are some people who are just obstinate and defiant, and they're not going to follow things. But then there are others who are trying to, but then things slip through the cracks. We know damn well that most of these parents or these kids that went, they were like, "Okay, have a good time. Just don't get nobody pregnant." Like that that's how like some of these new age parents are. Like they didn't care. They were like, All right, when you get to Johnny's, put your mask on. They probably would just like, All right, wear your seatbelt, be home at a certain time, have a good time, Todd. Like, you know what I mean? And like they went about their business and had a part they're teenagers. And and into that respect, maybe their their parents were like, 
I'm against this. And maybe they were, maybe they had a teenage argument. We're like, I do what I want. Uh, and then they probably were just like, all right, find out yourself. Go get out that. My mom would do that. She'd be like, all right, I'm not going to argue with you. You so grown. Go do grown folks business. But don't bring COVID back in my house. That no, would be the conversation when I was a teenager. Not, not that uh, not that parents are, aren't already doing this, but they should. Because it seems like the majority, I don't know. It, it, it seems like if you listen to things... Ever, most people are anti-mask, but whenever I see some kind of poll on TV or online, it seems like more people are in favor than them. It feels like most people, parents and kids, want to be back in school as much as possible. And I don't know if that's that's true or not. What, what, what's actually they're ready to slit each other's throats. They've been quarantined together. Like I, If I was a parent, I've said this before, like, I'd wake up and be like, oh, you're still here? Even though they're my kid, I'm like, oh, why can't you just go back to school? But then also in that respect, I'd be like, I don't know if I can send you back to school. I love you so much. You're my pride and joy, but you're getting on my damn nerves. And the risk of teachers and older people who yeah. could be susceptible or friends. But I, this is a, another great time to do some teaching and, and a reminder of like, hey, these are the things you can't do if you want to stay in school. And to uh, there was a, a tweet that I saw over the weekend. Some probably a high school football player. I, I don't I don't know. And he said, we did everything that was asked of us. We socially distanced. We cleaned our practice equipment. And you still took it all away from us. It it, it was very dramatic. And I Well, child, this and, is how the world works. And, and, and <laughs> Just I don't, throwing that out there. And I don't mean to, like, single this person out. But it did get some traction on Twitter. And it's another case of, like, not listening, which we've been asked to do more of this year. Uh, nobody said, like, if you did all these things this would happen. It was, if you do all these things, we'll be safer than if you didn't. Um, like, that's why parents got to ke- tell their kids, hey, don't do this shit if you want to keep going to school. And even if you do do all these things correctly, you still might wind up with an outbreak in, in school. But you got to, we got to be disciplined. Listen to this child. Listen, child. The, your little woe is me moment. Listen, there's people who've been doing guidelines and mandates since March. It is now August. Let me tell you, the world, if anything, this is a real world experience in a time where you are blossoming as an adult. You will uh, you will learn quickly that you have plans for yourself and life will be like, no, and you have to rework your whole plan. So like, I get where he's coming from, like the whole like, you told us to do this. Remember when we, like a few months ago, I said, I'm irritated. Like, I've been following guidelines. I've been following mandates. I've been following all these orders. And, like, it just seems like we're getting worse. Like, I get the frustration. Trust me. But, you know, you can't you can't have a woe is me moment, especially nowadays, especially on Twitter. Like, I don't know if they were in favor of him. I didn't. I haven't been on that type of platform in a minute. But, like, most people will drag you. Kind of like when you just said it to me. I just rolled my eyes. I was like, oh, I want a tissue suffer like the rest of us like that that was my initial response when he said that i'm just like okay somebody made a a decent analogy i guess uh, and i don't it, w- it wasn't to this specifically but like what we're asked to do the guidelines recommendations of protocols it's a lot like cancer treatment we hope it works but we're not going to tell you that it's going to cure you for sure we're just going to do it and hope for the best, and that's kind of where we are right now. But I'm, I'm. Yep, we're hoping for the best eight months in. <laughs> I'm just like, girl, wrap this up. I, I look at it like what, and we have no idea 
and I haven't seen anybody even consider this, but what would it be like if we weren't as disciplined, if far more people were not, not being like, it's a hoax, but they just weren't being all about it. Um, how many people would be dead? <laughs> like how many Americans they are doing it? Like, like you, that's the thing though. Like the major, where we live and like, we're seeing like the good, like people are actually doing it. But you do have those rural areas. Look at the booming of oh, the no, virus. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm saying, like, what if if you or I, what, what if the mask well, mandates... Well, I'm in sound brain and mind, so that wouldn't happen. Well, <laughs> I, I know that, but that's why it's a it's a hypothetical. What if, like, masks were um, were optional and it was just, like, if, if you felt like it was the right thing and it was never... It was never pushed or deeply encouraged and mandated. Now, I do wonder if we weren't doing what we're doing, how many dead Americans would it be? Like a quarter of a million? <laughs> I mean, we're going to get there anyway. I know. Sorry, I know. I'm, I'm so dark. That's so dark. I was like, we're going to get there. Like, I'm at, see, I'm at my 45th bucket point. Like, I am. I'm just like, you know what? I'm just keep doing me. Like, if I'm the last man standing, which I know I won't because I know there's a group of us who are still, like, doing orders, mandates, and guidelines. But, like, I'm just like, you know what? It was nice knowing you, Crystal. Like, you know what I mean? You 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 bopped around this city, and you just kept partying and didn't wear a mask. And, yes, R.I.P., bitch. Like, you know what I mean? I'm just like, at this point, it's just I have no sympathy for now – this, now, this is not – this is going to sound insensitive, but, like, I don't have sympathy for those people who are just like – like, I had a friend on Facebook who came down with – her name is a Crystal. I just – that's a code name. But, like, she's like – I tested positive for COVID. I'm like, well, the other day you were at all these other bars and like, yeah. she doesn't live in Ohio. So like, don't worry about it. She lives in Florida. But like, I, excuse yeah. me. But the other day I kind of was just like, girl, you posted a picture of you and your posse. Like there was like, you guys were like seven deep in a bar and like, you guys had your mask on, but they were like under your chin, like they were chin straps. So I'm just like, I don't have sympathy for those people. No, I feel the same. Um, I, a- I, honestly, I don't like, I'm just like, girl, you are smarter than that. Like, I'm were, 37, so she has to be like, I'd say 33, 34. And I'm just like, girl, come on now. Yeah, she's the same age as my sister. It's like 35, 36. Sorry, they went to school together. I'm just naming people's business. But I'm just like, girl, I, I can't believe I tested positive for COVID. You can't? Right. I can go back and look at pictures and be like, well, girl, here's, That's like- here's what happened. That's like, uh, it's like the same re- recklessness uh, of why so many people became parents. When they didn't want nor expect to be, oh, I'll just pull out. Yeah, but still, um, there was a. Um, I saw a video, and I don't know if it was accurate or not, but I thought the same thing. I think it was like maybe Oklahoma State University or something. It's like students back to school, and here they are social distancing, and it was at a, a bar or something like that, and it was nothing. No one was being uh, cautious or anything, and I'm like, I, I thought what you thought. Let them all die. Let them all die. Yeah, like at this point, like, and I know, like I said, I know it sounds very insensitive. I know people just want to live their lives, but I'm just like, keep in mind, like, my other job is a bar, and the bar owner, love you dearly, George, sometimes he'll like snap at someone to be like, put your mask on. Like, you know what I mean? I'm just like, you can't talk to people like that, but I'm going to put it back on. Like, you know what I mean? So it's just like, it's weird to see like like my dwelling holes or like my watering holes. I should say not dwelling. My watering holes where I hang out like on Adam Street and like there's other bars in Toledo where like you have to keep your mask on. Like the other day, um, Elijah and I went out to eat and everyone seemed to just have their mask on. It's just like it's just second nature. Oh, I'll give you this inside information. Not like you care. My friend Albert, who lives in Canada, who doesn't listen to the podcast. 
Albert's his real name. So that's not a code name, so I don't care. They were just informed in Canada that they may have to wear masks for the next two to three years. Okay. Well, did you see it was? Uh... It has. It hasn't trickled down to us yet. But he was just like, yeah, our. He was like our leadership. Well, he called him something else. We call him leadership here, but they call us something else. He's like, yeah, our people in charge of our aid told us to be prepared to wear them for the next two to three years. I go, ew, that sucks. Because like he had posted it on Facebook. He's like, uh, the way you guys are going, you have to wear it for the next lifetime. I go, uh, yeah. So just so you know, America, we're like the laughing stock of the world right now when it comes to COVID cases. Like honestly, our neighbor to the north, the attic, the attic of the United States of America is literally looking down at us like, if y'all don't get it together, because as much as we want to travel. Canadians want to come to America. Like, it works both ways. It's not like we're just in our own selfish bubble. Like, why can't I go visit Jamaica? Or why can't I go across the border to Canada? It works the same way. Like, there's people who want to come here as much as we want to go visit there. Like, get our stuff together, people. I I think it was Friday during uh, Kamala Harris and Joe Biden's first, like, public appearance. Oh, Queen, I love her. They said something where the statement was, all Americans should be wearing or be prepared to wear masks for the next three months outside everywhere. And uh, I I appreciated it. it was a it was a bold statement because no one has said anything like that. And I was like, this is a a nice start to this campaign trail. So, but you're you're right. And it, there's a lot of there's enough data. Look, I get it. In April, you're going to question things because this was all so new. But I think that there's enough real science and data that says do this and we can keep this somewhat controlled not even data there's been enough deaths (laughs) where we could be like holy shit this is real like you know what i mean like like i get i get when people are just like oh the fake positive covid test like even our governor had a fake positive eye roll wink wink um so i can get where people are just like i don't trust the testing i get that but like Man, a lot of people die within a year. That's a lot. No, a lot of people die within like two months. That's a lot. Like they're like, it's only one point five percent of the population. I was like, that's point five too many. Like, if you want to wish death on someone, you can live with that. I don't want to live with that. Like, I rather see everyone thrive. Like, even if you're a homophobic, transphobic, racist bigot, like. I don't want to wish death on anyone. I honestly don't. So like, I'll, I'll do it instead. I'll do it no, for no, you. No, no, but I'm just saying, like, like I, I've had people, I, they're, they have been removed from my social media. But, like, just so you know, it's only 0.5% of the population. I'm just like, are you kidding me right now? Would you have that same mindset if it was, like, your mother, your father, your child, heaven forbid? But I'm just like, you know what? That... that I won't even say it's America thing. That's a human race thing. That's how selfish we are. Like, it's only 0.5%. And guess what? It hasn't affected me, so I don't care. Like, that's how people think. And I'm just like, oh, girl, boy, hush. Um, like, just, just put your damn mask on. They're, uh, I can't believe we're still having this argument in, like, August. Like, just wear a damn mask. <laughs> like, so it's... There, so there was a really big casting announcement last night. Did you happen to uh, catch it? Was it me? What do you mean? Did I get cast in something? I'm tired of doing nothing with my life. Yes, you were cast in the next couple of seasons in The Crown as Princess Diana. Congratulations. Wait, they're jumping forward that far? Uh, in, Yeah, I think in, in seasons five and six. So I know months ago people were like, I wonder if they're going to get to Harry and Meghan. 
But uh, I guess the next big hopeful casting was going to be Princess Diana, and she has been announced. I'm going to tell you the name. You're not going to know who she is. I'm going to, I would show you the face. You're not going to know who she is. I would tell you what she's been in and you'd be like, okay, maybe I've seen her. Her name is, uh, she's a 29 year old Australian actress named Elizabeth Debicki. She, you okay? You said Debicki. She, uh, I like that last name. I'm Google her. She might've already, uh, become rather known because she was supposed to be in the movie of the summer Tenet, but that hasn't come out yet. But she's also been in The Great Gatsby, The Man from Uncle, Guardians of the Galaxy 2, and she had a breakout role in da, 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 a Steve McQueen movie. So she's she's not a nobody, and now she's gonna be a, a somebody, one of the one of the, like the biggest roles in all of streaming TV. How unfortunate that she looks like Princess Diana. How I don't I never thought Princess Diana was pretty, I'm just saying, but I'm also like not Princess Diana generation. Like she came to prominence in '81, and I was but an egg and a sperm for a good three years before I decided to pop out. So, what well, I don't I don't know what uh what she's year. pretty though. I can see I can see why she got cast. I don't know what years they'll get to, but she's gorgeous. She's also been cast to be killed, <laughs> right? Oh, well, they do everything like very like tasteful on that show i highly doubt they'll show that but yeah i mean it's always weird because i always think about these people who do like biopics or like cast as like someone who's real like like with the first one that came out is michelle williams when she did like that academy award nominated performance of marilyn monroe like it was so good but i'm like i thought or or even um renee zellweger as judy garland you're like well, we know how this story will end. Right. Like, you know what I mean? Like, so I wonder, like, if you're flipping through the script and they're like, the last 20 pages, you're like, well, I'm not on the last 20 pages. <laughs> no, bitch, you're dead. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's in the history books. Like, you don't even need a script to know what happened to you. Right. So, yeah, that's... And the way Princess Diana died was so such a tragic death that I... Don't do it in a tasteful way, for sure. So um, how do you, how do you, I, even if they get that far, though, because you know what I mean, there's been many times that I, I, you know, I love the crown. I can I can talk anyone under the bus about the crown, Umbrella Academy, pretty much the only two shows that are like Netflix originals that I'm obsessed with. But um, even if they get that far, you know what I mean, because it, it's about the crown. Like at some point she left to go do her own thing before her untimely death. So. She may just be in and out, like maybe not even a season regular. Like this is Diana Spencer, and Charles is like, oh, and like that's all we see of her the whole season. You know what I mean? Until like season six, where like she's more prominent. Kind of, uh, I'm sure there's there's other uh, movies that we movies or or shows that we could think of, and there's a big role cast. But you're right, like it's a big important role for who and what it is, but they only have like a cameo, so that can make some sense. Mm-hmm. So maybe that maybe I'm, I'm like. Maybe they go, oh, she's six foot three. That's a tall Shut woman. Shut up. She is not. Um, I'm on her IMDb. Yes, she is six foot three. Wow. It is on Wikipedia and IMDb. Why is she not in the WNBA? <laughs> I'm legit like looking her up. I think she's pretty. She could be a crush of mine. She's gorgeous. But um, but yeah, it's just, they do they've done they do they've done that in like many TV shows. I believe um Ryan Murphy's notorious for it. 
like yeah. at the end of like certain like American horror stories or like one of his like one of his many shows, he'll introduce someone within like the last three episodes and then like the next season they're a full blown cast member. So it's gonna be interesting to see this transition because like the crown already has a cult following, but actually to have that cult following follow along with something that they actually know. You know what I mean? Because, like, I know about Princess Diana, even though I was younger, but, like, I know of her and her her humanitarian work. And we all know the drama that went down between that family. So it'll be cool to actually see history replayed as a story. Because, like, I, I have they're going to they're, they're gonna have to elab, um, embellish some stuff because, like, it's TV. Like, I'm sure, like, as much drama as, like, the British press put out there. There's going to be some plot lines and storylines like, oh, we don't care about this. You know what I mean? So it's I, like family drama is a lot different than like TV drama. Like I can be like, oh, my mom and I got into it and I can tell you what we got into for you. Like, that's not drama. Boy, that was boring. Leave me alone. You know I have, what I mean? I have questions. Did, uh, uh, does this mean they'll have to cast Charles too or is he already in the show? He's already in the show. And I got think it. the guy who's been playing Charles looks just like Charles. Now, for jumping that much ahead... They may get a new Charles, but the sa- they've had the same Charles for the past few seasons. What and what about so, uh? What was who was the woman he had an affair with? Was it Cam- Camilla? Camilla was in the past two seasons because he's okay. originally in love with Camilla. Got it. But like because Camilla was a married woman, and you know the English, you can't. You got to watch The Crown because like the original king, King Edward, mm-hmm. he stepped down from being king because he wanted to marry a woman who was already married. That's the same thing with Camilla Parker. In the movie, she's Camilla okay. Parker, but she marries the general, Mr. Bowles, so like Charles can't marry her because she's a she's a tainted woman, as they would say. Um did you see did you see Lexi's child, her latest offspring? Yes. And I had the inside information because I knew the baby's name and everything. Is it is it Milo? Yes, Milo or Milo. Either way, but I think it's Milo. So what's the inside info? Because she sent me a couple of pictures. Oh, then I knew the baby's name like four months ago. Oh, I don't, okay. I can see. I can keep a secret when need be. Like I can. I have secrets dating back to third grade. I'll never tell anyone. So like, if you want to trust me on something, I don't say shit. So I have. I have a suggestion. Thanks to uh. There's a bunch of Katy Perry news today. She's on the cover of some magazine I saw at Target. She's ginormous. I know of all the things She's that She's getting have, birth this week, right? I don't know. I was just going to say, of all the things that have seemed longer than the actual time on the calendar, it seems like she's been pregnant for a good two years now. That's how I thought about Mariah Carey. I was like, are you going to have babies at any point? So... It could be soon, and there's some stuff floating around this morning. Of you get to see the baby's nursery, which it's a fine-looking nursery, but the the girl, the little girl, has an Orlando Bloom onesie. It's his face all over the onesie. So <laughs> Milo should have a onesie of our faces all over it. I agree, but like that's such Katy Perry's personality. Like I love I, you know me. I love Katy Perry. She has a person. And her new song, Smile, is really good. Like, I was like, ooh, why are you pregnant? You should be promoting this out. I know you're pregnant. You're doing mom things. So I'm just like, ooh, this song is really good. You should be promoting this song right now. But um, that's, I like that. I want to look at the onesie. I want Orlando Bloom onesie. I'd rock it. Or Lexi Staples onesie. 
I like that. that. Creepy, though, uh, it? You can you wear a Nicole onesie. I'll wear a Lexi onesie. Lexi will wear a Floyd onesie. Boom. Uh, and then Nicole can wear a combination of all three of us. I'm good with that. Yes, it's like it's like a onesie face math problem. Uh, last thing, and then I'll grab Janet. Uh, we uh, we got to it on on Friday. Would it, did you get any any thoughts or listen to the Miley siren, uh, the Miley song? It's okay. Okay. It's you know it. it with everyone just pumping out hits right now, I think she's just getting lost in the sauce and stuff. But like, I, I like it. I don't hate it. So that's a plus. It's better than her EP that she came out with a few. Is it like last year or a few years yeah. ago or something like that? Yeah, that with, shit like, was weird. Slide away and mother's yeah, daughter. Stuff was, stuff was weird. Dude. I like mother's daughter, but like the other five songs, I was like, "Girl, we get it." The uh, Hush. the production <laughs> the production on this song sounds like. The same type of production from the weekend, so maybe that bodes well. But I was looking to see where it did. Over, I, it it didn't it didn't like do any chart stuff like Taylor's stuff did. But it's it's there. I thought I, the same. Like it's like if the weekend and Dua Lipa sound had a love yeah, child. Yeah. Like yeah. I, I yeah, that's a good analogy because I was like, it does, it sounds current, but it's just like, nah. Like you know, what I mean? it felt like it was already done. But I like I said, I don't hate it. Just for me, it just didn't spark that. Ooh, I need to download this to my phone. Um, good. Uh, congratulations, everybody! I have kicked off the retrograde a month earlier than everybody. Good morning, Janet. Good morning, sweetie. How are you guys? Sweetie, right. are you there? I'm her. Uh, how you guys doing? We're good. We're good. I'm. I'm happy to have kicked off the retrograde to get everybody a preview of this dark period that we're entering. September 9th, right? I'm telling you, it started August 9th. It always starts the month before, because when we go through it, it is a month before it actually hits, which was August 9th. It goes till November 13th. We continue to feel the aftermath of it till probably around December, right before Christmas, it eases up considerably. But it's a crazy cycle, and, when, and, and you know, considering you know it's an Aries, which is the planet of power and activity and motivation and motion, it really can be chaotic. Now, during the retrograde, things start to happen, but after it goes direct, it gains its momentum, and when it goes direct is when we really feel a lot more of whatever's going on now. It kind of, it kind of stores it up, and then, boom, things start to you know, uh, kind of happen. Like you'll start seeing things, maybe, maybe we'll have resolution with the COVID and Maybe things will start to unwind due to the election and everything else. So we'll see what happens. Um, I heard you had a uh, pretty raucous time on Friday night at, at someone I know's party. Oh, yeah, it was fun. Yeah, I did a party at, uh, may I say the name? Sure. Blit- Okay, Bliss Salon on, in Bowling Green. And the girls are amazing. I just love them. And uh, we just had, we had a great time. I was there to like... 1030 and there was a there was an actual spirit i was dealing doing a reading with one of the girls and um the 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 chart is in my hand in paper i have a paper chart and i'm looking at it all of a sudden it it flew out of my hand like somebody hit it and i go what the heck was that and then i felt this presence of this spirit because i do i do some of that you know i feel spirits and everything and i said his name is george and i felt like he was uh um, you know, like there, were, I kept seeing him in a dark image, and like he, and I kept smelling smoke, 
and and she said well there she said there was a spirit of a of, of a man who walks around who's burned he's he's half burned and he's um he's charred and i go i said well i smelled this smoke the whole time i was there i said who's smoking if you could smell like a cigar it was really heavy it was really eerie i mean the hairs on my hand arm stood up it was so scary they're always the spirit is always there or the spirit came out when you arrived no they were telling me because i went there to do a cleansing one time for the when i first met the girls years ago i did a cleansing for their salon and i could i felt two uh, two heavy presences there one was a, a woman who was older and she said the woman had died just recently um she was one of the women that did hair and I said, "There's someone who recently died. I can feel the spirit." And she goes, "Yeah, she just died like a month ago or something." And I said, "She's here. Her energy was there." And then there was another, a younger spirit, and then this man spirit. I didn't feel him at the time. I didn't feel his presence heavily. I felt it the other day. I mean, the girl, the client that I was talking to, she could see this paper just fly out of my hand. It's like somebody hit it. It was. It just. We both looked at it in in air. It was like in mid mid air, and we we're like, "What the heck just happened?" It was weird. It's like he didn't want us to be there. You could tell it's not a. I wouldn't say it's a bad spirit. It's just more like a naughty, unhappy spirit. It was that, really weird. That's what Floyd's going to be when he's dead. He's going to be a naughty. No, spirit. he's going to be jolly and happy, <laughs> wearing a I'll lot of rouge. <laughs> I'm just going to be dead. Um. Like, Janet, in my box to let me just rest. So we got Monday, August seventeenth. Prep us for like what we're feeling now, and then uh, what we're we're leading up to this bigger retrograde that's going to last a while. Well, and we've got some. The some... new moon is going on. We have the new moon coming up, which I think it's on the nineteenth, which is a good time to set your your um you know it, whatever you want to manifest is a good time to set intentions, uh, set your intentions, get that out there to the universe, and also uh, the new moon's about new starts, new beginnings. August isn't a bad Bad month for making some changes, but as we approach the retrograde September 9, those born under Cancer, Aries, Libra, uh, Taurus, certain signs, Scorpio, uh, uh, Capricorn are really affected. But remember, much of it has to do with where it is taking place in your astrological t- chart. Now, Floyd, you're kind of affected by it a little bit. It could have a little bit to do with you know work and things like that, or maybe, you know, your your job, your other job, that kind of stuff. And also your mother, I think, isn't she a Taurus? I think it's Scorpio. Donna's a Taurus. She, okay, so Scorpio, I knew she was one of those signs. So she needs to watch her health a little bit. She needs to be careful of her health and, you know, just be conscientious of that. People just, people always ask me, they're petrified because they say, you, you're always talking about the retrograde, as I did in 9-11. When 9-11 hit, I was on the radio then, and I talked, um, incessantly about it. I did it on TV, too, when I was doing a show on Channel 11. I said, you know, we need to watch this. And then I said, it hits us a couple months later. The end, it ended July 2001, and then what happened, 9-11. So I'm not saying that's what's going to happen now. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that when Mars is retrograde, gains momentum during the retrograde, and when it goes direct, we kind of feel the, the effects of it. But sometimes it can be resolution, like maybe the COVID thing could ease up and we could find some sort of a vaccine and things could, uh, you know, uh, ease up considerably. And it could also be the election. There's a lot going on with the election, and that's not too, you know, there's a lot happening with that, and it's very up and down. So, you know, we'll see what happens.
All right. You uh, you got some some names to pass along a couple of readings if you yes, would be so kind. Dear. You gave me you gave me the name of somebody who's Allie, who I really loved her chart. Okay. And she said, um, "What things should I avoid during the the retrograde?" Well, she's born under the sign of Cancer, going into Leo. Allie, I don't know your time of birth to see where it is aspecting in your chart because the time of birth is indicative of where it is occurring, but based on the fact that you're a cancer with quite a bit of cancer planets, which shows your motivation, your work ethics are amazing. Um, I would say that you're going through sort of a cycle of change with work and job. My theory would be for the last two and a half, three years, you've been through hell and back with work, personal relationships, everything going on. And right now, you know, this retrograde coming up is just maybe the end of some of those chaos that you've been in because it's going to be that little cap of okay I'm, I'm finished with all this crazy stuff and now i'm moving forward starting my life in a better direction career mainly so i would say that just based on your time of birth would be indicative of where it is heading so i wouldn't say anything bad's going to happen just keep you know keep be very careful and keep yourself aware of your energy level and also l i love that name She's born under the sign of Aries. She's going, wants to ask about a raise or a promotion. When's the best time? Rule of thumb, never ask during a retrograde. You're probably going to, they're going to probably say no. And if they do, if you do ask during a retrograde anything, you start a project, you ask for a raise, you, you go to the bank for a loan, whatever you want to do, they might say okay at the time, but then once it goes direct, they're like, uh, we were thinking about this, maybe not. You know, so I think you just need to, Hold off, and maybe my suggestion would be people are in a better mood around the holidays, so close to Thanksgiving or Christmas if you want. This goes for anyone out there. If you want to ask for a raise, do it around the holidays. Everybody's cheery and happy. You know, put some mistletoe on the top of your head or something, and then maybe, you know, that would that would entice them to say yes. But seriously, I would do it around the holidays regardless because of the retrograde after november 13th i would go ahead and do it then mistletoe wait i i hang hang mistletoe in one of two places around the holidays do you want to guess where they are i don't even want to know because i'm not even put that's tmi i am not even going to look okay and that never mind that is out of my mindset if you want mistletoe if you want mistletoe suggestions call me oh my god you're you're nasty (laughs) so kendra is asking she is a libra and uh, I'm going to hang some mistletoe in my house. Okay. Anyway, Kendra is um, a Libra, and she's saying, I'm seven months pregnant. What does the retrograde mean for a newborn? I don't want to scare you. I don't want to sit here and say, oh, it's going to be terrible. No, absolutely not. You're going to have the baby in October. Your baby's going to be healthy and fine. Babies are born pristine. Just remember that. You know, babies are born pristine, so your child's going to be happy based on the environment, and you being the kind of mom you're going to be, you're going to be amazing. Libras are every sign has good and bad as far as parents go, uh, parenting goes. Libras are they're, they're, My sister's a Libra, and she is wonderful as a mom. But I'm just saying to you, with regards to that, how you raise your child depends on how it's going to be brought up. All that's going to happen if the baby's born under a retrograde, this child is going to have some, you know, heavy planets. I mean, this child will go probably into law or a field of some kind of creative field, but will be very motivated no matter what. Because Mars retrograde, when you're born under it, it's a motivation. It's like intensity. You know, there's a lot of intensity involved. So the child's going to be very motivated, very hyper-focused, 
and I would probably say extremely creative and very attracted to cultural things, like, you know, stepping outside the box and being a little bit more uh, diverse in, in his or her activity. I'm kind of guessing a boy. So um, that's what I'm seeing here. So don't worry about that. You know, children are born under retrogrades every day, and they do absolutely wonderful. I have a question. So, yes. What, uh, let's, let's say some people were worse parents than others. Which, which signs would they be? Every sign, you have to look at the whole thing. You know, the sun, moon, Mars, Mercury, all that. You have to look at everything, put it in the wheel, 12 houses, uh, 12, 0 to 29 degrees. It's all really mathematical. It's really, there's, there's a lot of, involved in astrology more than any other, you know, modality, I think. Okay. But anyway, answer to your question, I would say the most intense parents can be Scorpio parents. The most Donna? over... Yes, uh, yes. Because, am I right about that? Yes. Floyd, your mom's a Scorpio. They're very intense, and they have to have things their way. This is generally speaking. I don't usually like to talk sun sign, but generally speaking. Uh, Although your mother has a Taurus moon. I remember looking at, she had something in Taurus. Donna has a Taurus moon. She's very earthy, grounded, loyal. There's a lot of loyalty with your mom. So she was kind of born under a Gemini child. We were like oil and water. And she had a Gemini child. We were like oil and water. Yeah, but she was also very protective. And you're you're a Gemini, and Scorpio and Gemini, that's oil and gas, sweetie. That's like oil and gas. Yeah, I mean that that <laughs> is like I grew up with her. I know. <laughs> you know, it's but but she has a loyalty beyond loyalty. I remember seeing the Taurus in her chart because I love Taurus, and 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 Eric is an Aries with a lot of Taurus, and he's very loyal. So, you know, one of the things that I have a moon in Taurus, which is why we all get along so well. But anyway, Scorpio mothers are very intense. Leos are overprotective helicopter moms. And sometimes you can have a Leo mom who wants all the attention for themselves, or they are over, they kind of overexceed with their attention. Um, Sagittarius moms and dads can be very free-spirited with their children, uh, Virgos can be hyper picky and critical. Pisces can be oversensitive. You know, you have to look at all the signs. Geminis are communicative, funny, a lot of humor involved. Um, they can't sit still, so the child's a little be hyperactive a little bit. Let, Some let, you let have me, to look at the whole thing. Let me hop and, in. Um, Wait, let me hop in what? to prove your point about about Scorpios. So on Thursday on the show, Floyd was telling about uh, telling us how he was dreading having to go food shopping with his mom. Well, guess what? Uh-oh. In the afternoon, I received re- repeated pictures, and they were also on the internet of his harrowing experience having to go around the supermarket with mommy Donna. Well, she's uh, probably particular. She's probably she's very partic- particular. She, I, I know, because she has a Taurus moon. Her moon is her emotions. <laughs> her sun is her sunshine. It's her energy. I have a Taurus moon. When I shop, I go to five, six different stores. I'm very picky about what I get from each store. I can't shop in one store. All right, Natalie, I have to get, chill. If I get meat, it has to be from my Arabic Middle East market uh, or Detroit, where I go there, or Sauter's. If I get if I get vegetables, it has to be at a certain place. All these I have to have. I only like their turkey sausage. I mean, you know, I mean, whatever. You know, I get it. Am I advertising for a lot of people? No, I no do it's that. not that. But you just gave me like flashbacks and PTSD to my mom. What do you mean? Oh, she liked that too. Oh, d- yeah. It's like, mom, you know, we're wasting money driving to another store for you to save twenty cents a pound. 
It wasn't about saving. I just like the quality of what I get from yeah. each place. It's what, not about saving. What uh, last question? Mm. What other places do you get uh, Middle Eastern meat from? Well, I go to my cousin's place at El mm. Noor. It's mm. on Door Street. They have the best meat ever there, and and I love I love their stuff. And see, my parents used to take us to Detroit to get our meat from this place called Alibaba. I'll, I'll you know go how figure. About, how about, and it how was about in Jewish Detroit. meat? You want Jewish meat? <laughs> it, it's kosher. We only we my parents only ate halal and kosher. Is my meat, you know we're is, Middle Eastern. Is my meat halal, kosher? Kosher is the best. Is my meat kosher? What, say it again. Is my meat kosher? It's definitely circumcised. I mean, never mind. Oh my Ooh, gosh! Okay. Oh my god! Okay. Why do you always talk about your junk? <laughs> For God's sakes, this new moon should change you a little bit in a good way. All right, new hey, beginning, sweetie. New beginning. Uh, to get no, seriously. I think you have people need to shop around, but everyone goes to one store, and my friends do the same thing, and they get everything in one swoop. I can't do that. I have to. See, I, each place is different, and, and um, Middle East Market has a lot of good uh, Arabic food and Middle Eastern stuff. It's so good. But every restaurant, you know, every place is good. I mean, Kroger has some good stuff. I buy my Rotel, uh, you know, tomato things for chili and stuff from there. They have good canned stuff. So, you know, you have to go, you have to shop around. All right. But anyway, getting back to the new <laughs> moon. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on. We're, oh. we're running out of time. You, and you just spent, Oi. like, so much time giving commercials to all these places. So tell people how they can find you so you can do a party. Okay. My number at the office is 419-882-5510. 419-882-5510. Janet Amid at AOL.com or JanetAmid.com. And also remember, our psychic event is October 4th, 2020. We yes, we're going to put it on. Mommy Pinnacle. It's going to happen on Sunday, October 4th, my last change of the year. And it's going to be a good one. We were supposed to have it yesterday. We did cancel it because of the COVID. And we have a lot of stuff going on this year. I think that this is going to be a crazy retrograde September 9th through November. And it's important to be very aware of what you're doing when you're doing it, whether it's purchasing a home, buying a major project, doing anything. Just be aware of it during this time. Okay. But also, kids born during this retrograde are going to be fine. All it means is a lot more activity and a lot more stepping out of the box, being more creative and diverse. But if you're born to a Scorpio like Floyd, ask to be put up for adoption. No, no. no. That's ridiculous. They're very protective, <laughs> overly protective mothers. And Donna's amazing. I looked at her birth chart when I was in the studio with you, Floyd. I thought she's amazing. She's just particular, and she loves her kids. That's all. In a, in a heavy, intense sort of Teflon way. Particular is a very, very kind, glossy way of saying huge pain in the ass. No, no. Yes. You know, we always view our parents as pain. We always My view our parents ears are that way. Right now. She- See, here's the thing about my mom. Like, she she's had this thing since we were kids. Like, we, my sister and I would be like venting or young teenagers bitching about our mom, and she would come home and she goes, she would always say that she goes, my ears are ringing. What were you two talking about? And we think she has like abilities because I'm like, we were legit just venting about her like an hour ago. Like she knew, she knew that her children were upset with her about something. Because she's we, Scorpio, that's a very intense. <laughs> like, it's the ruler of the eighth house. That is intuition and insight. 
She's intuitive. I mean, she knows her kids. I mean, as you get older, you start to really understand your parents better. But while you're in the moment, you don't see it. Your mother's intentions were always to be mother and father to you and to be the best she could be. She had to overcompensate sometimes. you got to look at that. She, she did. She did good. I'm still alive, she, so we're good. She's a good woman. And you turned out good, honey. You turned out crystal, clear, yes. wonderful. Well, You're, a You're a gem. You're a gem. All right, enough of the slobber fest. Um, oh, 419-882-5510. <laughs> Call me. I'll talk to you sometime this week, Eric. Hey, quick quick, quick question. If you want to just ballpark You're it. Me and Floyd should get together for dinner sometime. Go ahead. I'm still waiting for dinner with Pam. Anyway, quick question, and you can just, you can just ballpark it if you want. What do you usually charge, uh, depending on, like, if you were to come to someone's place of business to do an event? Well, I usually do, I do 15 minutes readings, and I do, like, it's 25. Normally it was 30, but because of the COVID, I went down five. Okay. But it's 15 minutes for 25, and usually I do about minimum five people, max 15. And I do big corporate parties, but that's more like an hourly rate, and I do that. I do, like, big corporate parties. I've been doing a lot of parties. Of course, during the COVID, I didn't. We had to cancel everything, but... After it went, everybody said we could kind of be socializing a little more. I've been crazy with parties, so it's been busy. Okay. All right. I'll talk to you later this week. All right. All right, sweetie. Bye, everybody. Bye, Bye Floydy. Um, we got, so I texted you last night. You're the Marvel thing. We forgot about it. That's my bad. No, no, we didn't forget about it. Um, I don't know because stuff went down at work that I'm not allowed to talk about yet. So I work every day this week. I, I mean that's good, right? It is good. Okay, awesome. So, so I was. Well, I'm not, not going to complain about it, but shit went down. I'll explain later. We can't talk about it online. Okay. Um, Let's so, just say I had to. I had to. I had to write a sworn statement about shit. Oh wow! Well, I do want to know this ju- juicy non-podcast stories. I like that. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll uh, I'll talk to you later on today. Then, okay. All right, man.